When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Managing Director, Charts and Data Operations at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Executive Digital Director, West Coast. How's it going, Katie? Good. How about yourself? I am swell. Happy August, Keith. I am great. I've got August on a plate. Ha! No? Nope. Nope. <laughs> well, happy August 1st. Uh, because as always, there's no segue there. As always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop and sometimes Augusty things hmm. on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we have a very special episode for the first day of August, and it's themed around Taylor Swift's folklore track of the same name. Every August, the song sees a brand new bump as listeners add it to their monthly playlists, which got us thinking, does every month have its own Billboard Hot 100 hit song? We are taking you on a trip through the calendar year to see which months have <laughs> hits, which maybe don't, and which month-themed hit is the highest charting yet. So stick around for all that. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. Um, and I will say, if you want all of the week's exciting chart news, make sure to go to billboard.com slash chart dash beat to find all of the stories that will fill you in, because this week it's all about months on the Hot 100. Woohoo! So, excuse me for being totally ridiculous, but the start of August got me thinking about Taylor Swift's song August from her 2020 album, Folklore. First of all, Folklore was surprise released on July 24th, 2020, so just ahead of August that year. And in the August sense, we've seen the song reemerge on various Billboard charts time to the month. So last year, August returned to the Alternative Streaming Songs chart, re-entering at number 21 in the July 29th to August 4th tracking week. And it also made its first appearance on the Billboard Global 200 and the Billboard Global Excluding U.S. charts in 2022. And... It hit number one on the Lyric Find U.S. and Lyric Find Global charts for its first week atop both lists, as everyone, of course, searched for August-appropriate lyrics to add to their social media statuses or whatever p- kids do with lyrics these days. Can you, can you sing a couple bars of August for us? You want me to sing? No, you can just tell us a lyric. <laughs> How about we listen to a little bit of Taylor Swift's August oh, sure, right now? sure, we can do that. Here's, here's a little bit of August. But I can see is lost in the memory August that 
Okay, so all of this got me wondering. <laughs> all this, the key word is got Katie wondering. All this got me wondering and dragging Keith down a rabbit hole. Um, you know, what other big month songs are out there? And I'm talking about songs that have months in the title, like August. Uh, does every month have its own Hot 100 hit? Uh, Taylor Swift's August, by the way, has so far peaked at number 23 on the Hot 100, which was the week of Folklore's release that that happened. But what is the highest charting month hit ever? So not only did I drag Keith into this, we dragged Keith's counterpart Gary into this as well. Uh, Gary Trust. And and I think, Keith, you gathered some information, right? Yo, some intel. Yes. I want to say that Gary did very little here. Um, <laughs> G- G- Gary Gary helped at the very end of this. But I bet Gary liked this idea, didn't he? It just feels like a Gary idea. I haven't gone in depth with Gary about this. I'm sure I'm sure he loves it. Um, all right. So let's start with January. And let's start at the very beginning. <laughs> a very good place to start, Keith. Next week, it'll be a special episode dedicated to just uh, the sound of music. There you go. So let's start with January and work our way through the months on through December. Okay. Let's talk about January. January. There is one and only song with the word January. There is, and I have no idea what it is, so you're going to have to tell me. I feel like you've had a bit of caffeine, Katie. Uh, Just one. Just one. Just one. One One caffeine. Her hand is shaking in the air violently. So it is a song called January by the group called Pilot. It hit number 87 in 1976. It's the one and only song with the word January in its title that hit the Hot 100. So let's take a listen. January, sick and tired, you've been hanging on me. You make me sad with your well, January was the third and final hit for the Scottish rock band Pilot on the Hot 100, following Just a Smile and the top five hit Magic. I know that song, Magic. You, well, it was top five. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I know it, but maybe I would know it if I heard it. Wait, can I play it right now real quick? Sure. I know you don't have time for this, but I literally was like, Pilot. I know Pilot. And, and then I'm like, they must have a song I do know. I'm going in the middle. Oh, yeah, that? That. That's Pilot's yes. Magic? Oh, wow. Yeah, everyone knows that Top song. Top five hit. That's Magic. That, well, that's also, it's been, like, synced in, like, a million things. Oh, yeah. That's what, wow. yeah, that's a big old song. Again, it's another one of those 70s acts. Whoa, 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 whoa it's magic. You know. <laughs> and now, and now we know January from Pilot, so. Wow. All right, let's move on to February. Okay, what do we got? Not a gosh darn thing. <gasps> Oh, I'm so sad we already hit a roadblock. There's not a February. But that gives that gives many artists an opening to chart with a February hit. Now, that doesn't mean that there, is, there aren't songs with the word February in its title. This just means that nothing has hit Charted the Hot 100. On the Hot 100. Um, and don't forget about Outcast. Happy Valentine's Day, Keith. That's a holiday. <laughs> in the month of February. Come back to us in two weeks when we'll have the all-holiday edition of the show. <laughs> okay, um, March. Move, March. So, uh there's a lot of songs with a form of the word March in its title. This is our first word that obviously is a word outside of the month right, right. here. So so uh, we, we have uh, Cyril Stapleton and his orchestra, the children's marching song, Nick Knack Paddywhack, uh, which hit number 13 in 1959. But that's not really about it's the It's not the month. month. So the first song that is likely about the month of March is Drake's March 14th. <gasps> Keith. Katie. That's my birthday. I remember when Scorpion came out and I saw the track list and 
I was like, oh my God, he has a song named after my birthday. So that's, but that, that is the month of March, March 14th. That's my birthday. Uh, <laughs> it hit number 57 in 2018. Let's take a listen Let's. to the straight track. Yesterday morning was crazy. I had to come to terms with the fact that it's not a maybe. That shit is in stone. She's not my lover like Billie Jean, but the kid is mine. All right, well, there's a Drake's March 14. <laughs> and we should say that was never a single. It was it peaked at number 57 the week that Scorpion debuted. So that's, right. yeah. Uh, in April, just two songs with the word April in their title have reached the Hot 100. Three Dog Nights, Pieces of April, reached number 19 in ni- 1973. While Dionne Warwick's The April Fools reached number 37 in 1969. And here's a bit of Pieces of April. I've got pieces of April I keep them in a memory bouquet Do we think that's about the month, Keith? We don't know. I don't know. We'd bo- The April Fools from Dion, that at least Dion Warwick, I should say, we at least know that that's... That's the month because it's like April Fool's Day. I mean, I, I mean, either <laughs> one may be about April. There's a Katie Holmes movie called Pieces of April, too. <laughs> Is this information that you needed or wanted? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So May, uh, like March, there are many songs with the word May in their title. That is not about the month of May, like the number one double-sided hit Maggie May slash Reason to Believe by Rod Stewart from 1971. So, the highest charting song that is likely referencing the month of May is First of May by the Bee Gees, which hit number 37 in 1969. Here's a sample of the song. All right, moving on to June. Just one song with the word June in the title has hit the Hot 100, and it's Johnny and June by Heidi Newfield. Not really probably That's about the month count. of June. I remember that song, though. It's a country song, a cute little country song about uh, about Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash, his wife. Husband and wife. Yeah. Pizza number 58 in 2008. Let's take a listen. Heidi Newfield was a member of a country group, hmm. the name of which is now escaping me, but oh. I remember they came into the Billboard office and Oh, performed. really? Trick Pony? Maybe that was the name of it? Well, I'm going to tell you. I think that was the Trick name. Pony! I think it was two guys and a girl. Yeah. Great work on that. Good pull. <laughs> sure. All right, moving on to July. All right, the Dixie Chicks, now known as The Chicks, as the highest charting July title, hmm. with Cold Day in July hitting number 65 in the year 2000. Let's take a listen. All right, only three other July songs have hit the Hot 100. Pat Boone's July, You're a Woman, <laughs> hit number 100 <laughs> in 1969. Charlie Rich's July 12th, 1939, reached number 85 in 1970. And Noah Cyrus and Leon Bridges' July hit number 85 in 2020. I do love that we, so we've hit, we hit a wall with February, but now we feel like we're cooking with gas. We got four, is it four songs? Yeah, four songs in July. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, it gets even more, uh, 
more monthorific. <laughs> so, uh, except for August. <laughs> except for August. Well, I know one song from August, Keith. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, you do. So, in August, only one song title with August has reached the Hot 100, and that's Taylor Swift's August, which, of course, hit number 23 in 2020. However, on a technicality, we can also mention Neil Diamond's live recording of Cherry Cherry, which was billed on the chart as Cherry Cherry, parenthetical, from Hot August Night. Wow. In order to distinguish this single from the original studio recording of Cherry Cherry that charted in 1966. Yes, because Hot August Night is a famous live album by Neil Diamond. That is correct. It came out in 1972 and I believe was recorded at the Greek Theater here in Los Angeles. The live version of Cherry Cherry hit number 31 in 1973, while the Hot August Night album... Uh, was released, as we said, in 1972. It hit number five on the Billboard 200 and actually spawned, I believe, at least two sequel versions. Oh, I love when live songs were hits. That was such a fun time. Uh, <laughs> I do. Have you seen Neil Diamond live? Um, actually, no, and I, actually, <gasps> I really love him and never have. Uh, I got to see him twice, mm. at least once at Staples, uh, now called the Crypto whatever, and uh, once at the Hollywood Bowl, and that was just... That was a hoot. I got to see it with Gail Mitchell, our girl Gail Mitchell. Nice. It's great. All right, September. Uh, Well, the highest charting September song is actually probably not the song you're thinking of. I'm thinking of Earth, Wind, and Fire's September. Well, that's not it. (laughs) It is from The Happening, which took See You in September to number three Hmm. in 1966. Let's take a listen. So the other top 10 charting September songs are... Ooh, ooh. Oh, I can think of one more. Well, it might be on the script right in front of you. I think. I don't know. Looking at the script, not cheating. Green Days, Wake Me Up When September Ends. That's true. That that actually charted. Where did it peak? It hit number six in 2005. Oh, okay, a big old hit. Higher than Earth, Wind, and Fire, no September. No way. Which hit number eight in 1979. Wow. Uh, September is a popular month when it comes to titles on the Hot 100, as the chart has also housed such September hits as... The Tempos, See You in September. Do we know if that's a cover of the, or vice versa, if the happening, or, we don't know. I don't know. Another song called See You in September. Yeah. Billy Vaughn and his orchestra's Come September. Dinah Washington's September in the Rain. Carol King's It Might As Well Rain Until September. Jimmy Durante's September Song. Neil Diamond's oh. September Morn. There he is again. And Daughtry's September. Oh, wow. That is a lot. Heck of a month. Heck of a month. Clearly, it's a month that inspires uh, uh, lyrics and visions of a song. And, and We'll do this show again next month for you all. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> all right, in October, well, it seems September stole all of October's thunder as not a single song no! with October in its title has reached the Hot 100. Okay, so our we've got February and Why October. Why hasn't October's very own re- released something? That was my first thought That's, as well. That would be Drake. Yeah, he put out a song called March 14th, but he can't put out an October song, apparently. I mean, maybe he has recorded a song with October in the title and it's just never charted. That seems unlikely because everything Drake puts out well, charts somewhere, back, except for back in the day. Back in the day before there was streaming, there could have been something. I don't think he has a song by that name, but maybe he will after hearing this podcast, loyal podcast listener, Drake. Oh, yeah. We've heard. We've heard that Drake <laughs> listens every week. 
Oh, I mean, we've we've gotten we've 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 gotten notes from him and his team saying that they love the show and that that he really really wants to be on the show. He just hasn't been able to work it into his schedule yet. Maybe on March fourteenth next year. Yeah, maybe for I my mean, birthday, my is, birthday episode. He is on tour right now, so perhaps we can work it in while you know we can meet him up backstage we'll somewhere. We'll see. Yeah. So let's move on to November, and there are five songs with November in its title that have hit the Hot 100. The highest charting of them is Guns N' Roses' November Rain, which hit number three in 1992. It's followed by Wyclef Shawn's Gone Till November. Ah, that's the first one that I thought of when I thought of November. Wow. It was a number seven hit in 1998. Troops' Sweet November, Hmm. which reached number 50 in 1998. Hmm, funny, same year. Uh, Rod Wave's Gone Till November, which hit number 61 in 2021. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about Rod Wave in December. I wasn't thinking about him in November. And Big and Rich's 8th of November, which hit number 94 in 2006. All right, and finally, we have reached December. I'm pretty sure there's a Rod Wave song here, too. It's true. It's all the Rod Wave. Uh, and uh, spoiler alert, we finally find our first number one hit Ooh. with a month in the title. Okay. And that would be the Four Seasons December. 1963. Parenthetical. Oh, what a night. Which spent three weeks at number one in 1976. Let's take a listen. Oh, what a night. Late December back in 63. Well, that answers a question for me because I remember that song very vividly as a 1990s hit. So obviously, did they re-record it? Did it just resurge in the 90s? I'll tell you. Please. So there are other December songs that have charted on the Hot 100. Merle Haggard's If We Make It Through December, which hit number 28 in 1974. And The Four Seasons took a remixed version of December 1963 to number 14. Ah, it was a remix. In 1994. Yes, it was a it was a remix. I guess that was done apparently in the I want to say the late '80s, and it became a European hit. And then uh, they released it in America, and it became a hit again. I like it, remember that summer of 1994. I, th- I think I think it uses the original vocals. Yeah, it sounds pretty close to the original, yeah. but they have a, like a slightly contemporary beat around it. Yeah, wild times. I mean, I. Th- I mean, I listened to it before we recorded this, and like the intro, I'm like, ooh, I don't like this. And then once it gets into the song, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember it's, this. Yeah. But I don't know how different it really is from the original. <laughs> anyway. That's so funny. Um, all right. So aside from those two, the ones I just mentioned, uh, Merle Haggard and the Four Seasons remix, we had Collective Souls December. Oh, yeah. Which oh, hit number 20 too. in 1995. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift with Back to December hit number six in 2010. And hey, Rod Wave. There he he is. took Gold December, that's cold with a C, to number 38 in 2022. Clearly, Taylor and Rod need uh, to do more month songs <laughs> because they've already had two month hits apiece. Well, and it's funny, uh, The Summer I Turned Pretty, the, the Amazon series, it uh, the season two just debuted last month, and Rod Wave's in it. <laughs> Rod Wave has nothing to do with it, but the trailer yeah, for it, crossover. the trailer for it that came out in June had uh, just to mention another month had uh, August from Folklore, and then also back to December Taylor's version from Speak Now. It actually debuted ahead of Speak Now, uh, the Speak Now re-recording what being show released. Is this? The summer I turned pretty. It's a Prime Video show based on a, a popular YA book series. 
Mm, yeah. Is Taylor like producing it or something? No, but last, so last year, I think she must like the books or like Jenny Han, the author who has Likes written other nice things. getting paid for the things. placements. Well, the so she, her song, um, she had a song used prominently uh, in the season one trailer as well. And I'm not sure if in the, in the show too, but clearly a fan of these, these uh, books and shows. So, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that's all very interesting. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> well, but uh, you haven't answered a question. We, 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 well, we've reached the end of the year. Okay, yes. And so that means we need to find out what is the biggest Hot 100 hit with a month in its title. Keith. Well, now it's time for the chart stud of the week. So now that we've gone through some of the biggest and highest charting month songs on the Hot 100, Katie. Yes. Can you name the biggest Hot 100 hit with a month in its title, and we're not including such hits as Rod Stewart's Maggie May, which is not really about the month. It's really the name of a woman, though I suppose she could have been named after the month of May, but, uh-huh. you know, I digress. So, Katie, the answer is one of the things we just talked about. Well, I don't want to make the obvious choice, but I'm going to. Uh, and I'm going to guess our one and only number one hit, which was... December 1963, Oh, What a Night by the Four Seasons. Ding, 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 hey. ding, 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 hey. Did they combo the two performances? No. No. So these are, this is the original 1970s version yes. that is the biggest hit of our list. It is the original release uh, from, from the Four Seasons. Uh, it spent 27 weeks on the Hot 100, uh, and it was the year-end number four biggest Hot 100 hit of 1976. Wow. So back then, that was also a very lengthy run on the chart. Yeah. So, you know, when you... Combined. Imagine if you'd comboed both uh, appearances. Woof. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't. <laughs> we didn't do that though, because it was a remix and it had a different catalog number, mm. and you know, I think it was a totally different label, probably. Maybe. Yeah. So you know that we wouldn't. We wouldn't typically do, and we actually don't. For j- just so people know, we typically don't combine remixes that come out today with older versions of a mm-hmm. song. So if if someone decides to drop like. The new sped up dance version of something that came out ten years ago. It would have a completely separate chart run oh, than the original version. We wouldn't combine them. Um, uh, did you? Do you know like the top three? I know that I was going to ask you. I didn't. I didn't do the top three, but I, I did the top two. Okay. You want to guess the second biggest month hit? I'd like to guess. Yeah, because this one you may not actually guess. Oh, okay. My my guess was going to be Guns N' Roses, November Rain. Okay, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, November Rain spent 20 weeks on the chart, and it peaked number three for two weeks. Now, this, as we d- dive farther into yeah. the hole, um, since we enjoy playing this game without the help of Wiki, <laughs> people on Twitter or people on threads, uh, Katie, yeah. November Rain peaked at number three for two weeks. There were two songs at numbers one and two mm. ahead of it for both of those weeks. Can you name them? Remember, this was 1992. So we're too early, or maybe we're right on time for Bodyguard. No? A little little before that. What about Boys to Men? Are we there yet? We're we're there yet, (laughs) but which song? Um, Ugh. Ugh, 92. I was thinking at first when... The two album, but I'm guessing it's going to be before that. Um, so I'm going to guess end end of the road. That's correct. End, yes. end, end of the road was number one in this both of those my, weeks. This is my space, by the way, guys. This is my time. Um, it was at number one both of those weeks. Yeah. Okay, so number two is still up in the air here. Yeah, number two both give, of those weeks with the give same. Give me song. like female singer, male singer, band, something like that. Give me like uh, female, female singer, solo singer. No. 
Oh, female band. Female act. Female act. Ace of Base. No, there's also two men in Ace of Base okay, and well. two women. <laughs> and that's too early for uh, Ace of Base. That's too early. They were more like 1994, along with Oh, What a Night, the remix. <laughs> um, 92, female act. How many women in the band or in the group? Start to give it away. Salt and Papa? <laughs> no. And uh, Vogue? Mm-mm. Mm. Just I tell mean, me the number of women. Of three. Three. Does that give it away? Because clearly I'm not guessing now. Um, TLC. TLC, which yes. song? Um, 92. We're going to go with... In 1992. Just, just think of the biggest TLC hits. Yeah, so I make sure I'm going early enough, though. Because um, Waterfalls <laughs> is too early. No, water- or, I mean, too late. Too I'm late. too early that for would be Waterfalls. 95. Um, Scrubs is too late. Mm. I think this might have been like their second or third single. Oh, like ever? Yeah. I mean, Baby, Baby, yes. Baby. Is that what we're going with? That is Baby, Baby, Baby. That was the, okay. Wow. And, and, oh, because, like, what about your friends? Was that for, before or after? That was after. Okay. Baby, Baby. That was from the same album. What was their first so- single? Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or, that's, wow, I think Baby, that was Baby, what Baby. Called. Yeah. Great. I think that was the first single. We got single. there. Sort of. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, now I'm going to check. Um, baby, baby, baby. TLC's first album. Ooh, on the TLC tip. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> which came out in 1992. You were exactly right. The first two proud to bag for a single. Baby, 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 number two. What about your friends, number three? And... Hat, hat to the back. I do not know hat to the back. But I will, I'll give credit to my much cooler than me friend, Anna, who introduced me to Baby, Baby, Baby in the year 1992. So thank you, Anna. Also, that album is great. I remember vividly having it on CD when I was a kid and uh, just being. See, I didn't own anything until the next one. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, crazy, that, sexy, cool. That album, that, that album is also stacked with like so many samples and it's like so dense with like so much. That so much of that sort of like early '90s uh, sort of R&B rhythmic production, mm-hmm. you know, the sort of the Dallas Austin, L.A. Reid kind of vibe. It's babyface. It's just great. It's mm-hmm. just great. Anyway, a little Jermaine Dupri mixed in. Just a. Uh, <laughs> is he on there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're looking at. The I'm credits. not making that up. All right. All right. Well, there's the lengthy chart side of the week. Uh, months. Months go months. I mean, I'm super happy. I guessed number one and two. I mean, you gave me. <laughs> All of the stats leading up to it. So I did have all the material to work with. So uh, now that we've reached the end of our big month show, what artist do we want to see record a month song next? Great question. Who who screams October or February to you? Oh, October or February? (laughs) Well, we already said Drake, October's very own, needs to have an October song. I mean, is there, like, you'd think that there would be, like, you know, acts that have, a, like, remember, like, Blue October, that rock band? Oh, yeah. You know, why didn't they have a hit? Would, I mean, well, they would... might have, but it wouldn't have counted toward this. wasn't in the title. No, I meant, like, you know, they maybe. <laughs> like a self-titled song, like Bad Company singing Bad Company off the album Bad Company. Wait, did Bad Company have a song called Bad Company? Yes. Oh, wow. Bad company till the day I die. <laughs> I love the way you're just like, oh, gosh, early 90s. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, but let like, me tell you about let bad me, company. Let me dig up old bad company song. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I mean, I clearly don't have an answer for this. 
But it does feel like, for some reason, and maybe maybe uh, Hit Songs Deconstructed, our friends over there, can tell us why September and December... Over-index. Over-index as compared to other months. Like, is it just because... There are certain months that evoke emotions and uh, vivid uh, images in people's heads more than others. Um, I mean, I think with September, it's like the season's changing, going from summer to fall. I like the reference to a number one hit, Seasons Change, by Expose. That was definitely my intention. <laughs> I, rem- I remember having a conversation about that song. You're like, I do not know that song. <laughs> I Expose, I guess I have a real blind spot with Expose. Well, they were an 80s girl group. Yeah. It's before your time. Yeah. What song should we go out on? Bad Company. But Bad Company. (laughs) Maybe we should go out on Bad Bad Company by Bad Company. No. That's not a pop song. No, it's It's not even a month song. (laughs) Um, Oh, we want to go out on a month song? We don't have to. I feel like we're going off the rails here. We are. I mean, we started, maybe we should bookend this. We started talking about August. Maybe we should end it with Back to December. The Taylor's version. Oh, how convenient. Another Taylor Swift song for us to close the show on. All right, we'll go out on that. Yay. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.